We are the Pro Sports Podcasters, where no sport is left behind. It's time for another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters with your hosts, Nee Wallace Bruce, Corbert Durand, and Justin Williams. On this podcast, we have guests from all over the world covering every sport from artistic gymnastics to weightlifting. We are something for every sports fan on PSP. Whether your interests are the athletes playing the game, the coaches, or the media, we've got you covered. Fun and informative, honest and engaging. You won't want to miss a single episode. So let's kick this off. Welcome back to the Pro Sports Podcasters. My name is Colbert Garan. Today I've got... Me, Wallace Bruce. With me, and we're going to chat a little bit about what you should look for going forward in the NBA season on So Rare NBA. It's the time of year where we see trades happen. And there are a number of players that are being talked about, some of which are doing the talking themselves. Others, teams are in situations to have to make a move. And we'll see which players are most likely to get dealt. This is our opinion. Hmm. And who it opens up for as far as the roster positions go and maybe who you'll go after on So Rare NBA as far as reserve players go that could see a increased role in the offense. Me? Yeah. I mean, this is a... Exciting time if you're a basketball fan because players are going to be in new places before Valentine's Day and for the All-Star game. So what better time to talk about that and, you know, get some good opportunities for our Silver team because we want to get ahead of the competition, don't we? A hundred percent. If you can get the players now before they're actually dealt, you're going to get them cheaper. That's that's for damn sure. And what we're going to do today is we're going to actually identify a few teams that We'll probably be looking to make a move and then some of the players who can benefit from that. And then later on, I'm going to release a follow-up video on YouTube with our top five targets. Basically, these are the guys who are most likely going to get moved and then who is most likely to benefit as a result of that. But today, we're going to go over the teams that we're really, really focusing on and we're going to begin with the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, so Chicago, they're interesting because they've had a pretty decent season. They're not awful, but at the same time, they have a reason or an incentive to want to tank because if they finish outside the top four of in terms of draft order, they're going to lose their first-round pick. Is that right, Kobe? That's right. They've got to finish in the the top four picks or, or else they're going to find themselves without a valuable pick in the first round. So tanking is really the strategy here. Mm-hmm. So maybe they trade away some players to get more first-round picks. There's no real incentive to try for the Bulls, even though they have been reasonably good this season. So one player that comes to mind immediately is Nikola Vucevic, otherwise known as Vooch. Big center. Big man. I can see him moving on. He's a upcoming restricted free agent. So if he were to leave, that would have Derek Jones Jr. as the next man up in and, the lineup. And Vucevic has had a pretty good season. Yeah, he's, he's really good on the boards with points and rebounds. So he's someone who can be pretty reliable in terms of the box score. And that's the kind of player you like to add when it comes playoff time. So it's someone I could see a lot of interest in. Mm. And I don't think he's got that much of a big contract to deal with either. So he'd probably be an easy acquisition. Yeah, he's someone that you'd be helpful in both in real life and basketball and also for your Soviet team. Another player on the Bulls I think we should look at is Zach Levine, the dunk master. He's a guy that's he's playing well, but he could be playing even better if he was on another team. Now, I'd say he's a key piece to the Bulls' offense. So if you do send him packing, you're going to have a big hole there. Who can they use to fill that hole? So you're right. It's not necessarily one player. It might be a a platoon or two two or three players. So I'll be looking at 
Kobe White. I'd be looking at Ayu Desunmu. I would even consider Goran Dragic. These guys who would see an uptick in production if Levine wants to get traded. Yeah, and out of those three, I actually like Ayo best. Mm-hmm. Just because he's already had some promise this season. He's shown some some ability to step up when guys have been injured or mm-hmm. guys were rested. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't surprise me to see him become one of the key acquisitions or one of the key players on the Bulls offense if those guys depart. And DeMar DeRozan fits that. Absolutely. DeMar DeRozan is probably the prime candidate to, to move on because he is a difference maker. We saw that when he was in Toronto. We've seen that when he was in, at the Spurs. He's doing that at the Bulls. He's a clutch player. Players need that kind, that guy who can lock it down on defense, but also hustle and make points pretty quickly in the fourth quarter. If he was to leave, I, I'd be looking at maybe Patrick Williams as someone who could step up in his absence. Yeah, I think Patrick Williams will be a great ad at that point. And I think right now on the platform, he's a cheap purchase. So if you can get him now and he ends up panning out, it may be risk worth the risk just to add him to your roster. Mm. And even if he doesn't pan out, it's not like he had to go that far out of pocket to do it. So that could be a reasonable ad. Yeah, he's already on my roster. So he's someone that I like to put in when I can as a streamer. Uh, Let's move on to the next team, the Washington Wizards. So when it comes to the Wizards, first off, like I mentioned in the beginning, you've got certain players that want out, and this is a key situation with Kyle Kuzma. Absolutely. Kuz, he's a guy that when he's on the court, he demands the ball, and off the court, I think he's demanding a better situation. So if someone can find a way to make the salary exchange work, he's going to find a new team by the end of February. Yeah, and the reason being is because his contract's coming to an end. Uh-huh. Right. So if Washington doesn't deal him, they get nothing and he can definitely make an impact somewhere and potentially help a team win a championship. He's that good. Absolutely. You saw that when he was at the Lakers. So the question is, who steps up when he leaves? Who do you got? I got I got two players as primaries. So I would say Rui Hachimura and also Denny Abdija. Abdija is already on my team. He's someone that I'm kind of stashing in anticipation. And then one guy who's already put himself in the position to start for the Wizards and will get more production is Daniel Gafford. So he's a big man who's... He, he came on the scene when Porzingis got injured, but I just feel that if Kuzma leaves, if slash when Kuzma leaves, Gafford will be the guy who will be dominating. Now, Danny Avdia is an interesting pick there because I've used him on a number of occasions. I have him on my roster. I've used him a number of occasions, and he's got a tendency. He's a boomer bust player, mm. which, like you know, is what I go after. And lately, he's been a bit of a bust. But do you think that's because they're giving additional time to Kuzma in order to to facilitate a trade to kind of highlight his play? Yeah, sometimes teams do this. Sometimes teams give minutes, and then they draw up plays so that Kuzma has the ball in his hand, so it makes him look good in the shop window. I just, yeah, I just think that once Kuzma's out of the picture, FD just going to see a lot more of the ball in his hands. Is there anyone else on the Wizards you think could get dealt? I mean, Bradley Beal would have been someone who would have been in that conversation, but I'm just not sure with his recent injuries if he's going to be able to pass medical in time. Okay. Would he be healthy enough to be dealt? In any case, I like Monty Morris in, in Beal's absence. For when he, he's not on the court, I think Monty Morris is a beneficiary there. But if, if the uh, Wizards could deal Beal, they, they would. 
Okay. Okay. So that's something to, that's something to monitor too. Is then so monitor Beal's health mm. because if it looks like he's got a chance to come back and it's not as bad an injury as people think it is, it's a possibility of him getting dealt, and then of course Monty Morris becomes the key beneficiary there. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Who we got next? Let's go south. Let's go to the San Antonio Spurs. Now, unless I'm mistaken, the San Antonio Spurs they they suck, right? That's right. Thirteen and twenty-seven as we record today. Now, when you're looking at that situation, how how important is it or how how much of a draw is it to, to just tank when you've got a player like Victor Wembanyama available to the first overall pick? Yeah, I mean, Greg Popovich is a, has a reputation for developing young talent, and he had that dynasty in the late 90s and early 2000s. He, he, he's not showing any signs of giving up, so this team has a lot of cap space as well. Why not? If you know the season's, you know, falling into the sewer, sink to the bottom, race to the first pick if you can get there, and then bring in some free agents to help build around this guy. So who's the first player you axe from the roster in order to help you do that? So I would look at Jakob Bodo, the former Raptor, who was traded there as part of the Kawhi Leonard trade a few years ago. He's having a great season as at center, and he can help out a team for sure that is contending for a title. So I would look to deal him away. And he's good at both ends of the court. Absolutely. Right? He's got defensive and offensive prowess. Mm-hmm. So he can help literally anybody. He can beat you in both ways, as you mentioned. So if he was to leave, that, that leaves a bit of a, a uh, vacuum. But I would say that Zach Collins and the rookie Jeremy Sokan would benefit. Oh, really? You think Sokan would get additional minutes as a result of that? Absolutely. Do you think it would be additional minutes off the bench? I think it'll be not additional minutes off the bench as much as additional usage, so more ball time. Okay. More time on the ball. Okay. He's going to be starting either way. Okay, cool. Cool. That That's probably a pretty good pickup then. Yeah, he's on my team. Yeah, I like I like the chances of Poto getting dealt, to be honest with you. I think he'll probably finish in our top five when we do the video. But mm-hmm. the Spurs are in a good position to really – again, throw this season away and maybe find themselves with one of the top prospects coming into the league and building around that new prospect. Right. Anyone else on this team you think could go? Uh, This is a pretty young team, so, I mean, you could say someone like Josh Richardson, but I'd say that's a stretch. I'd say that Podal is the number one. Okay. Okay. You want to bring it closer to home next? You want to go to Detroit? I want to go to Toronto. Toronto? Okay, let's look at the Toronto Raptors. So the Raptors showed some promise early on in the season. Pascal Siakam was looking like an all-star. Van Vliet's been pretty hot as of late, but they haven't been able to put it all together. And I think because of that, the experiment is is over, and they're probably looking to to go a little bit younger and build something a little bit different. Hmm. So as a result of that, there's a few players I think could go, and who are we going to start with? Well, you mentioned Fred Van Vliet, and I I think his name has to be up in that discussion. I know... There has been talk of an extension between the two, between him and the Raptors, of $110 million or something to that effect. But Now, I know for a fact they tried to extend him at the beginning of the season for $114 million, mm-hmm. and he said no. The agents and him were in disagreement there. So right. I don't know if they're going to get that done. I really don't. And if you don't have a contract on paper, that means you're a candidate to be traded. That's just how possible it is. It's a business. He could go. And I think even more likely is Siakam. Now, Pascal Siakam will be tough. Because of his sizable contract. Not not many teams can have that kind of cap space to fit him in. Do you know of any teams that could fit that? That could use him at this point? Oh, 
I mean, everyone can use a big man. <laughs> the Lakers would love a big man like that, but that means that Russell Westbrook will be coming back across to make it work, and I don't think Raptors are interested in that. Indiana, maybe, but again, that might be a bit tougher in terms of the personnel they have right now. Dallas or Phoenix, do they have the money for it? Dallas, Dallas could make it work. They could definitely make it work. They could send some players back. So someone like Dorian Finney-Smith or Spencer Dinwiddie could go back the other way. Could it work? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just not sure if Masai Ujiri would want to make that kind of move. He's, whether we like it or not, he's African and he likes his African players. <laughs> Another player that I could see being credited, though, is Gary Trent Jr. Really? I think he could be in the mix. Now, we've got him for pretty, a pretty low price, right? Hey, you play fantasy. It's like you get someone cheap. He's having a decent season. So high. Now, if they move him, or if any of these guys get moved, who do you think benefits the most? If Fred or Gary Trent leave, it's Malachi Flynn. Malachi Flynn will get more game time. they have more usage as the, the street off from like the point guard shooting off position in the, the backcourt there. Um, if Siakam did leave... Achua, maybe? Yeah, Precious Achua is a name I'd look at. Maybe someone like Christian Coloco. So, youth. That would make the most sense. And out of the three players we mentioned, who do you think is most likely to go? You think it's Trent? I, I personally, I think it's Siakam, but you're saying Siakam because of the African connection that he may stay. He but makes, yeah. You I think, think it's Trent? Siakam's African. Fred Van Vliet's been so loyal. Gary Trent would be my pick if the Raptors are going to lose someone else. And it's possible we could fleece somebody in that situation. Because we got him for a song. Absolutely. I mean, you could argue that Fred Van Vliet was an undrafted player, so whatever you trade him for is gravy. I have heard that, but again, he's been so loyal that maybe that is taken into account, although they did trade away DeMar DeRozan. That's true. Mm-hmm. They could trade away DeMar DeRozan, they could trade away anybody. Anybody's available. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? Let's go south to Detroit. So across the border to the Motor City. Mm-hmm. A couple of names are sure to come up here. Who's first on your list? So I would say Boyan Bogdanovich, the small forward, the wing. He's uh, playing all right. He's, he's definitely someone who can add value to a contending team, and Detroit are not a contending team. Yeah, if I had to bet on one person that's likely to get traded this season, I would go with Boyan. That would be my number one pick, to be honest with you. I think he's gone, for sure. I think Detroit's going to, again, blow this team up. He's too old. He's not going to fit their young scheme. Mm. And someone can definitely make use of him, and I don't think he's that costly either. Absolutely. So I guess the question is, who is going to benefit when he leaves? So for me, it's Sadiq Bey, the young man out there. He's a guy that can get it done on the boards, ball in the hand. He can pretty handy scoring too. He's someone that I would be looking at. Now, I'm glad you said that because just this morning, actually, I sold Isaiah Hartenstein. I let him go. Mm. Even though I think he could benefit when Bojan's gone, but again, he's a bit older. Mm. And I think, yeah, you give Sadiq Bey more minutes, you get him ready for next season. There you go. So, yeah, Sadiq Bey for sure is someone who benefit. Maybe even someone like Kevin Knox on a secondary level. Anyone else you think gets dealt by Detroit? Uh, potentially Isaiah Stewart, but I think it will be very unlikely. I think Bogdanovich should be the main one for me. Yeah? Mm. Okay. 
Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I think he's gone for sure, like I said. I think he's he's out the door. I don't even think they're going to need much for him. I don't think they're looking to get a windfall here. It's just whatever they get can benefit them down the road. Absolutely. This is a team that's in a rebuild phase. They're not looking to surprise anyone next season, although they do have their best player pretty much injured all season, right? They, they are without Kate Cunningham, so Killian Hayes is a beneficiary. That's a name you should already be looking out for. Okay. He's the man. He's the he's the point guard. He's the running that offense. So if you don't already have a look at uh, Killian Hayes, so next season you're looking at a team with Cade Cunningham, Killian Hayes, Sadiq Bay in the middle, maybe. Yep, Jalen Duran at center. If they hold on to Isaiah Stewart, you got him at the, the four position. It could be an exciting team to watch. Yeah, maybe they maybe they get that Wembanyama. Who knows? All right, so that's it. That's our that's our teams. I got one more. You got one more. Yeah, there's, there's an, always a perennial team that we're looking at when it comes to the trade deadline. And <laughs> who's that? Charlotte Hornets. So, Charlotte? Yeah, their owner, Michael Jordan, is one of the greatest players of all time. Not necessarily one of the greatest owners of all time. It's, his ability to manage player personnel hasn't been great since he became owner. And this season, they're in another race to the bottom. So there are three players I'm looking at from them. I'm looking at Gordon Haywood. Okay. There's one player I'd be looking at to get traded. Terry Rozier is another one. See, I like Rozier. And I think other teams would like him too because he's a quality player. But again, this team is just not going anywhere anytime soon. So they need to find someone who can, you know, compensate them appropriately and they can move on. And then the third player is someone who might surprise you, Mason Plumley. See, I, that doesn't surprise me, actually. Plumley's been playing pretty well lately. Mm-hmm. He's getting up there in age. Mm-hmm. He fills a position that there aren't that many of, really, in the league, right? Like, it's anybody you can get in the center that can help. Absolutely. Help you win is a worthwhile add, even if it's for the short term. That's right. Yeah, I can see Plumley going. I, I've been tempted to actually add Plumley to my roster. He's someone I've been looking at lately. I think he's going for around... $16 as a limited uh, NFT on the Sower NBA platform right now. That's that's pretty good value. He's been getting some additional usage lately, which could be to showcase him. You could be right about that. That could be a sneaky, sneaky good ad. Absolutely. Now, if any of these guys go, who benefits? So, I've got, I got three or four guys who can benefit here. So, Plumlee leaves. I will be looking at someone like JT Thor. He's a young, big man. Uh, if and also Mark Williams, Mark Williams has been having some very good games. He's a guy that is he dropped a forty-seven point game in so rare. I think last week or the week before at the start of January. For those of us listening, so those are the the big man options. If Plumley goes, if okay. if Haywood goes, I'd be looking at Jalen McDaniels. Jalen McDaniels is already starting, and he's someone that's having a pretty good. He's taken the the bull by the horns in terms of opportunity. So there's another player. And then Cody Martin. So Cody Martin's a wing player. If something was to happen to Rozier, I feel like Martin would benefit as well. This is a guy who's pretty underrated right now. He's like, I think, as we record today, he's like 10th. He's like 15, 16 in terms of his five-game average. Nothing right home about, but I think he's got a lot of intrinsic value. Who would be your top add out of those players you mentioned? If you could only add one to your roster, who would wow. it be? Kobe, you can't do this to me. Okay, McDaniels is probably the best player. 
right now. The best player can help you straight away in your so red team is McDaniels. But I like to take a longer term approach. So I would stash if if I can just stash someone, mm-hmm. I would stash JT Thor. And I would stash Thor because his value hasn't gone up as much as Williams. Williams has seen his value triple in the last two weeks since the year started. Because okay. he's had a couple of big games. It'll probably he'll get he'll probably finish the season as like a twenty to thirty point average guy. Whereas Thor may not get that game time yet. But next season he'll be he'll be at the Mark Williams level. Okay. Mm. Okay. And those are the teams that we're highlighting. Those are the ones we think could make the most moves and who may benefit from it, both on another team or on the original team. Let us know who you think is going to get moved in the trade window and if there's any particular players we should be targeting to add to our rosters in order to benefit later. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. For even more of your favorite sports content, be sure to visit the website www.prosportspodcasters.com. On our website, you will find our sports blog, full podcast library, access to our YouTube channel, and deals from our affiliate partners. You can also sign up to become a PSP Insider and get exclusive access to our insider tips, sponsor giveaways, and insider newsletter. So don't miss out on the full Pro Sports Podcasts experience. Where no sport is left behind.